Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Banks on the broadcast today and why, if you ask them, having a lot of cash is a bad thing. Also, another installment of Freakonomics Radio from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Thomson Reuters, committed to empowering professionals of the world with the knowledge needed to do what they do best, the knowledge effect. And by Progressive Insurance, with Snapshot, a personalized program that bases rates on mileage and safe driving habits. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Tuesday. This one's the 14th of June. Good, as always, to have you with us. Once upon a time, there was a financial crisis. In the land of the world's biggest economy, big banks got into some big trouble. Governments stepped in, bailouts were delivered, and the story ended, if not happily ever after, then at least without the predicted economic collapse. And then Congress had an idea and called it the Dodd-Frank bill. They said, let's make those big banks keep more cash in-house to protect against further losses. Today, regulators approved a rule to do just that, and the banks protested, saying now they'll have less money to lend to the economy. Our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore delivers the moral of the story. Anad Admati is on a quest to get big banks to admit the truth. The Stanford professor says banks have no excuse not to lend. She's especially adamant that they should keep big cash cushions to protect themselves against another financial crisis. It's a simple concept. It's just like keeping more money in your checking account so you won't go bankrupt when you pay your credit card bill. Yet it's been an uphill battle for Admati to make her point. I couldn't be heard. There was nobody who wanted to hear it for months and months. Admati is being heard now. FDIC Chairman Sheila Baer appointed her to a group of experts who will advise on how to prevent bank failures from bringing the financial system to its knees. Admati says big banks have become the subprime borrowers of the financial system. They use a tiny little bit of equity to take on a lot of debt. Some of their limits are pretty generous. That's like buying a million-dollar house with $30,000. It's amazing. It boggles the mind. Banks don't like to hold cash because they have to pay taxes on it. Eric Oja an analyst with Standard & Poor's, disputes the bank's claims that cash cushions reduce the money available to lend to business. He says a big reason that lending isn't growing is that banks have overreacted to the financial crisis. They're afraid the loans will default. You hear a lot of anecdotal evidence that small business owners looking to expand are not able to get bank loans despite having a long and good credit history. So that points to banks probably being overly cautious Small and mid-sized banks have high capital requirements already. And according to Sheila Baer, they're doing a better job of lending than the big banks are. So leveling the playing field shouldn't be a bad thing. Admati says the banks are being too flip about the risk they're taking without bigger capital cushions. If they can't absorb their losses, we'll have to. When something goes wrong, taxpayers have to bear that cost. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, has been outspoken against higher capital requirements. Admati wrote a letter today to the bank's board of directors saying his reasoning was flawed. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace.
There is other news of trouble in Dodd-Frank land today. The financial reform bill is supposed to go fully into effect in mid-July, but the Commodities Futures Trading Commission announced this morning that it wants to delay some new rules governing the $600 trillion derivatives market till year's end. Derivatives, if you have managed to put them out of your mind, are things like credit default swaps, the financial gizmos that were at the heart of the crisis just a couple of years ago. And today's slide in getting new regulations into place isn't the first time. Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman reports. Already, government agencies have missed 28 deadlines for getting out new regulations. The complexity is just enormous. Lawrence Baxter teaches financial law at Duke University, and he says there's a lot of lobbying going on. Large banks, small banks, investment banking have opposed a number of the rules uh, in an effort simply to ensure that they are not as severe as have been expected, cutting back on you know, major sources of revenue in the interests of financial stability and reduced risk. Our goal here is not to slow down or water down. Uh, That's a red herring. That's Scott Talbot of the Financial Services Roundtable, an industry trade group. Bankers complain that some draft rules...